I V M I V M You are listening to The Signal Daily Brought to you by Front Page Studios Bobby the dog died on October 31st aged 31 years and 163 days but his name was etched in stone much earlier as Guinness World Records oldest dog ever for bobby it was quite a journey from underdog to top dog fii leonel costa who was bobby's owner first came across the portuguese mastiff as a puppy when he and his brother saved bobby from getting euthanized by their parents and it was only in february 2023 this year that bobby the dog was bestowed the title of the world's oldest dog he lived the last year of his life as a canine celebrity but like all celebrities he has had his share of controversies and it was only after his cremation that the dirt got dug up a veterinary expert told the guardian that not a single one of his colleagues believed that bobby was actually 31 years old or equivalent to 200 years in human age and then gradually claims began to unwind evidence didn't hold up to scrutiny and conspiracy theories began to unfold what was the truth was bobby the dog really the oldest living dog ever matt reynolds a senior journalist from the wired who describes himself as one with a high tolerance for low stakes stories took up this challenge he first approached guinness itself which refused to throw him a bone he then looked at the companion animal information system Portugal's pet database which Guinness claimed had verified Bobby's age he found that Bobby was indeed registered on the database but the dog's date of birth could not be confirmed and that Guinness had actually not contacted the pet database for verification in the first place the plot is thickening on what basis was Guinness claiming that Bobby was the world's oldest dog Reynolds then consulted experts on dog longevity after reviewing pictures of Bobby from 1999 to 2022 and comparing his case to several large scale studies in the end the experts turned up nothing not enough evidence to verify bobby's age but not enough to refute it either the curious journalist finally approached dog expert karen becker who first broke news of bobby's death on social media it was here that he fell into a web of conspiracies on the topic of longevity The dog's owner Costa seemed to have barked up the wrong tree. He attributed Bobby's long, peaceful, and quite literally untethered life to leashless walks, open fields, ample companionship of both humans and dogs, and crucially, hearty home-cooked meals. The dog expert's administrative assistant put the journalist on the tail of a lobbying organization who possibly peddled the doubts. someone with a lot to lose at the hands of costa's human food claims the multi-billion dollar pet food industry reynolds of course tried contacting some of the top pet food brands but to no avail at the end the story stands muddier than when it started all that is clear is that claims of guinness can be shady the pet food industry is darker than we know and the legacy of bobby the dog is in question For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, 
and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hi, I'm Rajneel Kamath, stepping in as the host for this week, and this is the Deep Dive for December 6th, 2023. Crafting a layoff letter is an art in itself. As the Wall Street Journal pointed out, and I quote, executives want to acknowledge the contributions of the laid-off employees while quickly then pivoting to explain why the company will be fine without them. See, I told you it needs finesse and a way with words. In one such recent layoff letter, written by Spotify CEO Daniel Ek, he announced that the audio streamer would be letting go of about 1,500 employees, or 17% of its workforce. While describing those laid off as smart, hardworking, and talented, Ek also implied that for Spotify to be consistently profitable and drive future growth, it needs to become lean and mean. I'm going to read out his words verbatim. We were more productive but less efficient. We need to be both. End quote. Now the question is, why has Spotify been less efficient? And will downsizing really help? I mean, this is the third round of layoffs at Spotify in 2023. And also, I'm a little confused. Didn't the company turn profits in the last quarter? Why another round of layoffs? Well, in October, Spotify did report a profit of around $69 million. That small profit came after the company lost around $462 million in the first nine months of 2023. By industry standards, it isn't very unusual though. Like other tech companies, Spotify has also preferred growth over quarterly profits. In a bid to retain and expand its user base, the Stockholm-based audio streamer aggressively invested in original content and exclusive podcasts. Fans of Joe Rogan will be aware that his podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience, can't be found anywhere else but on Spotify. Meanwhile, Spotify's user base has also consistently grown. As of September 2023, Spotify had 474 million active users, up 26% from the same quarter the last year. And its premium subscriber base also grew 16% year-over-year to 226 million globally. However, as the CEO Daniel Ek also implied in his layoff letter, the environment, which, let's say, allowed Spotify to bet big time on podcasts during the pandemic, is changing. Investors are wary of companies burning cash, and the low cost of capital isn't available anymore. I am reading verbatim what the New York Times observed. Spotify's cuts come as the technology industry reckons with the end of a decade of rock-bottom interest rates that propel their growth, prompting the industry's giants to cut costs and shed jobs. End quote. So to be clear, layoffs at Spotify are not a sign of the company fighting for its life, but signals that the company wants to be more attractive to investors. Which sometimes means... As TechCrunch's Alex Wilhelm says, paying fewer salaries and cutting costs. Speaking of cutting costs and not only jobs, the streamer has also recently axed two of its critically acclaimed in-house podcasts, Heavyweight and Stolen. This implies that the company is backpedaling on in-house productions and in turn, its overall podcast business. In fact, the cancellation of Heavyweight and Stolen comes after the streamer in June laid off staffers from its podcast unit and its chief content officer, Don Ostrov, who was behind the company's expansion into podcasting, departed in January. Again, as the Financial Times had noted earlier this year, 
Investors were growing impatient with Spotify's expensive podcast strategy. Overall, on a parting note, Spotify started 2023 with layoffs and is ending it with layoffs. A particularly challenging year for workers in tech. If you're listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast, so feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was researched and written by Dhruv Sharma and Anup Semwal. Edited by Venkatanand, produced by Manaswini, and mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirwan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are thesignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. <laughs>